You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Shut up and sit down. Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Pets, people, pop culture. Let's bring on the host, Sam, the queen of rock and roll dogs. Welcome to the show, everyone. I'm Sam, the queen of rock and roll dogs, and you are listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio. It's a rock and roll show all about pets, people, and pop culture. And I am live from Las Vegas, uh, minutes away from the strip, from the uh, from Sin City, as we like to say. And uh, we're going to have a great show today. We've had some insane weather this week. We I was here at the studio, here at uh, Show Creators, and... Um, it's monsoon season, which I actually love, but it rained like crazy and it was a hundred degrees. It rained and it hailed and it was the most insane, fabulous day. But because you don't see too many street drains, um, here, um, we flood very, very easily. So I had to go a very different way home and it took me forever. But my garden has fully appreciated <laughs> the, the rain, although my dogs do not like the thunder. They do not like that at all. And coming up on, the July the 4th celebration. I mean, it's enough fireworks coming, but they've had to deal with thunder and lightning. It's, it's been a tough couple of days for them. So, um, we'll talk a little bit more with my guest actually about uh, July the 4th and a couple of little tips that you can give to you so that your pets can stay somewhat calm and not, uh, freak out. But, uh, yeah, it's a tough time of year for pets. So, um, a little bit of, um, what they call housekeeping. Um, I'm actually going to wave to Christina, um, because I can actually see her on the monitor across the studio. <laughs> and uh i think she's with bowie i have my bad glasses on i have my reading glasses so i'm having to see from a distance look he's waving back with his paws he's so cute um my guest you're gonna love my guest i'm going to tell you you are going to become a big fan of my guest and her organization but here's the um here's the housekeeping as we like to say um if you want to listen to the show it's very very easy you would just go to our website which is vegasrockdogradio.com Click on the listen button and on our website, that's where you're actually going to listen to archive shows as well. Our pet tip of the day, which is also an audio pet tip of the day. Oh, and I have a little bit of information to add to that. Uh, my family were here from England for the last 10 days and my nephew is a very talented uh, musician, writer, he's 17, and I said, oh, I need some music um, for um, my pet tip of the day. And literally in 30 minutes, he's he jumps in Jim's studio, gets on Sibelius, and he writes me this piece of music um, to underscore my pet tip of the day. I haven't yet launched them, but uh, it made such a difference. So I want to thank my nephew, Mason, for that. And uh, if you're listening and you need custom music, get hold of me. I'll put you in touch with him. Very talented. And... Um, who knows what he's going to turn into? If he's this good at 17, wow, that's scary. But uh, the family was here for 10 days. Super fun. Uh, totally burnt out <laughs> because we're that kind of family. We cram everything in we can possibly think of when we um, get together. And uh, everybody then goes home after the holiday and has uh, rest, basically. So, um and, gosh, I've got lots of homework for you here. And thank you, Ian, for reminding me. Uh, we are live on YouTube. 
right now. And what you'll do is you will go over to um, showcreatorsstudios.com and you'll click on the watch live button and you'll see me and you'll see me in a couple of different angles because that's how we roll down here. <laughs> are we are we live on Facebook Live or just YouTube? Just YouTube today. So go to okay, go to showcreatorsstudios.com and click on the watch live and you'll see me. And because I knew we were doing that today, I put some makeup on. <laughs> put a little makeup, a little lip gloss for you. <laughs> so I didn't freak anybody out. Um, back to my homework. <laughs> Here we go. I've got lots of it to give to do today. Um, so basically, our website is the main place you'll go to to actually watch the show, listen to the show, listen to archives, pick up on the pet tip of the day. And if you have a listening app like iHeartRadio or you're on iTunes, of course, who isn't these days, you'll find the show on there. You'll find the archives on there. So make it very easy. Put it at your fingertips. Uh, we often do Periscope and... Um, it's just Vegas Rock Dog. You'll find us over at Vegas Rock Dog. Um, our Facebook page, Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Twitter, Vegas Rock Dog Show. Instagram, Vegas Rock Dog. Uh, and if you want to pick up rock and roll clothing for you and your pets, you can go over to our clothing line, which is VegasRockDog.com. And we do have a blog. And the blog is called TheRockAndRollDog.com. And this is where I tell people who's coming on the show. And then I put the archive show back up there. I also put on their reviews, giveaways, all that fun stuff. And... Um, I did a review this week, so uh, hop on over there and see what we're talking about. Now, we do have an app, but we're going to get rid of the app because we're going to replace it with something even better. So if you're currently on the Yap app, <laughs> our Yap app, uh, we'll let you know on our Facebook page when we're going to actually close that one down and put a new one up there. But we do have that one app currently. Uh, I think that's it as far as homework goes. I mean, it's a lot of stuff. It's been a very busy week. My my family left almost a week ago, and I just feel like they left yesterday. It's just been really crazy, crazy busy. And um, a lot of people preparing now to do their July the 4th celebrations and, and what have you. So don't ever go to places like Costco because it's crazy. <laughs> They're the worst places to go at this time of year. They're the worst. People get so freaked out when it comes to planning for holidays. Um, but yeah, it's a busy, busy week. And um, I was really glad to be able to get hold of my next guest because she's a very busy lady too, a very busy lady. And I did miss her at uh, Blog Pause. She was at Blog Pause, which is the Pet Bloggers Conference. And I chose not to go at the last minute because it was right in the minute middle of my family's um, holiday. And I did have plans on going, but you know what? The more I thought about it, I don't see my family too often because they came in from England and I just wanted to spend as much time as possible with them. And that was a hard decision because I wanted to see Christina Lee and I wanted to see Bernard and I wanted to see Carol and Dar and Amy. And I'll make sure I do that on the next get together. We're, we're going to have another get together for sure. Um, so, uh, oh, I have a tip of the day. Got to get the tip of the day in for you. And then we're going to get right onto this um, great interview we're going to have with Christina Lee of Deaf Dogs Rock. And that is a fantastic name for an organization. Here's a tip of the week. You may have seen it circulating this story on Facebook, and it's about dangerous junk mail. And I read this story on Facebook, and I was kind of mortified that something so common that you find in your home can be so dangerous and 
possibly deadly. And here's a story, and I won't mention the lady's name because we don't have permission to mention her name, but basically she wrote here, uh, today through my letterbox uh, came a, and I'm not going to say the pizza place's name, but a pizza's leaflet, which my dog decided to rip up. And about five to ten minutes later, he was lying on the floor with a foaming mouth and shaking. So she took him to the vet, and they predicted it was a seizure, and his jaw was locked together for five hours. Um they had loads of tests taken, which all came back clear. So they didn't really understand what was going on. And they decided to look online and came across a story about how glossy paper ended up gluing a dog's mouth shut. And so, you know, they're the mailers you get, you know, they're, they're shiny um, and they usually have, you know, coupons and, and that kind of stuff on them. They usually come also inside your newspapers. And uh, they said they've now discovered that any glossy paper reacts with dog saliva, forms a gluey paste uh, that will lock a dog's jaws together. And this is what happened to their dog. So he was, basically, this was a warning. Please be careful. I mean, something no one would ever have, you know, heard of or experienced really. Um and to keep your dogs away and your pets away from junk mail, even letters to prevent this from happening to your pets. So I am Mrs. Research. <laughs> when Jim and I talk about something, he always goes, did you research that? I did. I decided to do a little bit of test myself and uh, on myself. And you know what? When you put your mouth on that glossy paper, it gets damp and it comes very sticky. I mean, very, very sticky. You could actually probably pull the skin off your lips if you actually, uh, you know, left it there long enough. So uh, today's tip, and it's always worth being safe, even if it's a rare incident, incident, a incident, just be safe and keep that junk mail away from your pets. Clip your coupons and put them in a safe place and uh that was my pet tip of the day but i was this one was as shocking to me as the uh potato chip bags that suffocate pets um when they stick their heads inside because it's tasty and then they can't get the bags off and they can literally suffocate within five and five to ten minutes and that was something i was completely mortified about too um because it's such a common thing you have in your house and what, uh, there is a uh, Facebook page. Um, it's Prevent Pet Suffocation. And it's any kind of snack bag or any bag that they can get on their heads. And that's really, really scary. So uh, come up with scissors, throw them away. Make sure you don't leave them on the table uh, because uh, those uh, snack bags are very uh, tempting to our pets. Uh, but yeah, that was really, really scary. But it's funny, my, my niece and nephew had a point. We don't do these massive, massive bags of snacks here. So um, you probably have a tough time getting, you know, your dog's head in a little tiny snack bag. <laughs> but still, just be really, really safe. Keep that junk mail away from them. Keep those snack bags away from them. So that's enough of my bits and pieces. <laughs> Let's bring on... Christina Lee and her dog. And she's going to correct me probably how I'm pronouncing his name. I said Bowie. It may be Bowie. Confirm confirm with me, Christina. It is, it is David, it's, he's, na- he's named after David Bowie. There you go. I love it. <laughs> he's very adorable. Ooh. And he's, comic- but- he's comical, isn't he, in the videos? Very comical. Is. And I want to take this opportunity to say thank you for having us on. We're so excited. Of course, Bowie's had a full day, so he's already, you know, kind of ready for his nap. What so. time is it there right now? Because you're in Salem? Virginia. Yeah, it's one fifteen. Oh, one twelve. Oh, you've been up for, a, we're just getting, a, we're just waking up. <laughs> 
so we get up pretty early. <laughs> well, let me tell you, everybody, who I'm speaking to is Christina Lee. She is the founder of Deaf Dogs Rock, and they are a rescue group that focus on deaf dogs. And that's a segment of the pet population that one can scare, scare someone away from actually wanting to have a deaf dog, um, and but they're also a great resource uh, for people that do have a, a deaf dog or want to foster or want to adopt. So it's not just, you know, hey, here's a deaf dog. I mean, you're not left hanging to try and do your own thing. Um, before we get started, tell everyone, Christina, the, your, your website, all your social media links so that people right away can find you. Yes, we're at deafdogsrock.com. Um, on Twitter, we're at deafdogsrock. And Facebook, we're deafdogsrock. We're, we're pretty Easy to find. Yes, very easy. I wasn't so fortunate with all my names for the show, but hey. <laughs> you know, some, got lucky on that. Yeah, it really makes a difference when it's across the board consistent. Now, I don't know all of your pets. I know it's you've got Nitro, Bud, yeah. Bowie. Who else have you got? Because I saw a cute little little peanut yesterday in one of your pictures. <laughs> That is my um, uh, puppy mill rescue dog. He's a senior. We rescued him at eight years old. Um, he, he was the breeder dog for Chihuahua operation. Oh. And when I got him, he couldn't even walk. Oh, he would run and then fall over, run and then fall over. So oh. um, he's come a long way and he had never really experienced living in a home or um, it took me four months to potty train him, first of all, but wow. he is. My six pounds of pure joy. Oh, he, he was. I'm like, what's that little peanut I see there <laughs> amongst everybody else? Now, you, old man. now you have horses, don't you? Yes, I have two horses. Oh. I have Appaloosa and a quarter horse. And then I also have my senior dog. Uh, I've got a chug, a chihuahua pug. <laughs> Tallulah Jane. Oh, that's a cute name. I love her. That is so cute. So, how many pets have you got in total? Then I know you've got a farm because you're not, you live on a farm. You literally have a farm, don't you? Well, dogs, two horses, and we just finished the chicken coop, and we have uh, twelve eggs in the incubator. So, in three weeks, we'll have chicks. Oh my gosh! You know, I I know I posted on your chicken coop uh, post. A friend of ours. It was her dream. She'd never. She didn't know anything about chickens, but she read up about it. And she found the guy that does the custom chicken coops, and she's the one that put the chandelier inside the chicken. Coop. Well, girl, I finished my chandelier last night. I got to send you. A picture. Did you? voice and it is beautiful <laughs> oh my god it's so pretty yeah. so, so how has your week been i mean i know you did a post last week where i oh. if i'm not wrong you actually said that you'd replied to 200 emails in a day i mean yeah, it's great it's crazy i tried to keep up when i was at blog pause yeah so i would get up at five and work until seven and then go to the sessions come back at noon work a little bit and then work at night just to keep up yeah and then when i what I didn't do was check my messages on on Deaf Dogs Rock, and I had like, oh my god, it took me two days to catch up with that. Did it really? So I mean, it's, it's crazy when you think about it. In five days, that if you hadn't done any of that, oh my gosh, how far behind you would have been? And yeah, I, I don't take, I don't go on vacation ever. Wow! So that was a big, big trip for you then. Oh yeah, it was a big trip, and um, I'm not, I wasn't used to your weather. The 115. <laughs> oh, it's I horrible. I don't know how you do it. It's, <laughs> you do it. it's horrible, isn't it? I mean, it's it, it just comes to be a part of time in summer where you just, ugh, it's just too it's much. Great. 
You have to drink water all the, all the time. time. And you get or sick you of... Look, or you look 90 years old. <laughs> you do. That's why we like to go to LA. Because we look younger the minute we drive over the California border. <laughs> but but it, it gets to the point where you feel like, I am in, still in my house. It's too hot. And I'm sick of hearing the air conditioning humming all day. It's It gets to be a little bit too much. Now, did you travel with any of your dogs to blog pause? Or did you just take yourself... Uh, it's too far, and um, with the airlines, I always get stuck, or they always stick me somewhere. Like they, I get stuck in Charlotte or Atlanta, or I never, so I was too scared to bring a dog because what if we got stuck? Yeah, you know? too, and it is yeah. stressful as it is anyway. Um, and then to to be delayed is just not fun in the slightest. We 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 did not take a, any of our dogs last year, but the year before, it, the uh, blog post was down the street from where we live. So that well, Lake Las Vegas. Oh, oh my god! Wasn't that um, amazing? Here's the thing: I don't know how I didn't speak to you then. I knew exactly who you were, and Bernard with that tartan tuxedo and I'm like, oh, they look like my kind of people. <laughs> and I just never got now, to Bernard hang. Was- Mark wasn't at um, oh, no. uh, Lake Las Vegas. Oh, his Nashville. First, I got, his first one was Nashville. That's right. That's right. But that tuxedo, wow. Wow. I was, I was like, that's someone who has a lot of confidence. And he's funny. I like him. A great. <laughs> you call him your, your brother from another mother, don't you? He's my, yep. He's <laughs> from another mother. Now, since we're talking about blog pause, you, you did win the best micro blog Nose to nose awards. Oh, thank you. Oh, I just got a coffee. <laughs> hey, thank you. We were excited about that because our Facebook community is amazing. We love them. Very positive. I've noticed that and I really enjoy that. And I think that has a lot to do with how how it's presented to people. And um I mean, first of all, the name of your organization, Deaf Dogs Rock, I mean, that's positive. That's Everything's tell- positive. That's telling me something great about about your organization, and I think you definitely deserve to win um, that award. And if you like, if you're listening, you don't know what a microblog is. A microblog is your Facebook, your Twitter, your Instagram. It's it's the 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 small, not the smaller platforms, but the it's more like the it's not a blog. You're not writing a whole blog post every time that you you got on there. It's a microblog, and um, congratulations. I think it was well deserved. And you and the thing is, you don't grow a community if it's not a great blog or microblog it's it's so that's obviously a testament to the work that you do and what you put out there um it always seems so very what's the word um the way you put stuff out is very like here's what's going on people you know who wants to get on board and yeah, that's what i like about it there's it's not crazy dramatic and all that cuckooness no, that we well, often we, see we have a rule on our page we don't put up with any drama yeah uh-huh. that's a good rule <laughs> And we don't. And if you're not there to help people and support them, if you're there to criticize your band. Yeah, we, go. Yeah. Because it's, it's not helpful. It doesn't help anybody. And it just causes people to just get quite upset and stressed. And it takes a focus away from what you're trying to do. I have such a tough time sometimes when people post things and they say, you know, oh, this dog, we desperately need a foster for this dog or, or a rescue to pick this dog up. And then... You know, they may, they may have told a little bit of the story and then everybody hops on and then everybody starts, oh, poor baby. I wish I, I love this line. I wish I had a farm and I would take them all. I'm like, I know you mean well, but it's not helpful and it clutters up the no. post. No. <laughs> Doesn't it? No, and we try to, like, when, when we see those posts, if it's a deaf dog, we jump right in um, and we offer a sponsorship. Yeah. Um, so, 
So last night we had one and we offered a $200 sponsorship to a 501c um, rescue in Texas because this dog really needs help. It's yeah. stuck at a vet clinic. It was abandoned and it's a puppy and we need a, we need a rescue to step up. Yeah. We try to make it financially rewarding for them to step up. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it, it, yeah. It, 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 sometimes there does need to be a little incentive. And if that's what saves an animal, then I'm all for that. You know what, yeah. I, do you know what I would be yeah. for, Christina? I would be, gosh, I wish rescues could make so much money that they can actually have a ton of paid positions too. I really, wouldn't that be amazing? I mean, but it's... Yeah. It would be nice, even if I had a, even if I could pay an assistant, I would be so happy. Right. All, all the money goes to the dogs. Yeah. We have such a small budget. Um, last year, we sponsored 70 dogs. Oh, that's good. And I think we're at 45 dogs, right? 45 or 50 right now. And uh, we just had a major fundraiser. Um, the Good Dog University in uh, Massachusetts just did a wagathon. Oh, nice. So all the dogs in the daycare center, they, how many times each one wags in 30 seconds? It's like, <laughs> like a dollar a wag. <laughs> hey, that's give that's, that's, that's giving me, giving me an idea, Christina. <laughs> Maybe we can have a, like a, like a booty. Whoa, just, just on that alone. That's amazing. Yeah, and that's going to go a long way for dogs. That's going to go. Long. I'm wondering if we could do like a Vegas style one and it'd be like wag your booty or something like that. Like, <laughs> like a um, cabaret wagathon. Yeah. Where they get dressed up like in feathers and then how many times they wag. I love that idea. You know, uh, my my friend and I, Pam. Uh, from Rocking for Rescues, and thank you so much for your donation to Rocking for Rescues. So appreciate that. Uh, we we love the crazier the event, the the more we love it. If we can make it really out there, that's what we really enjoy. <laughs> like nothing's off the table. I know when we were doing um our golf tournament, Rocking the Rough, and I was like, can't we get a can't we get a stripper pole at the at the last hole, the nineteenth hole, and you know, and then the golfers can give the girls money, and the money will go towards uh, the they they weren't into that at the golf golf uh, course. <laughs> I wish you guys were close to us. I'd love to go to some of your uh, oh. events. It looked like so much fun. Oh, we we know how to have a good time, and we've got this great following. And you know what? I really enjoy it. every time we do another event, and there are people there I do not know. I'm like, oh, we're reaching people. I mean, aside from our friends, and we have an amazing network of friends. But when you see people you don't know, oh my god, I run up to them. I'm like, oh, thank you so much for being here. How did you hear about us? And it's that's just great that we're actually growing and reaching people. But um, do you do big events yourself during the year? No, we don't. Um, most of my fundraising is on Facebook. Um, so we do a couple of t-shirt booster campaigns. Yes, and they're dog. good. They're really good. Yeah. The Dutch dogs here with their heart t-shirts that we do. And then we have a couple like the Wagathon that do, we have a couple um, private enterprises that just do them on their own and then they send us the checks. You know, I yeah, think I, th I think when people believe in 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 what you're doing, it's surprising what people will do to help help you get along. And um, we have a lot of that happening ourselves here, where we've got people say, "Oh, I just did a little da 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 da," and here's some cash. And you know, we do a lot of these these very kind of like four day um, giveaways, and we say, you know, you know, for every five dollars that you donate online, it's an entry into winning this basket. You know, so we're just doing right now. I think we wrapped it up yesterday. Was a, a pretty in pink, and it's a a rock and roll T-shirt from Rocking Fall Rescues, and um, 
oh, a gift certificate to the birthday suit. You know, she does waxing and all that great stuff. And it's done really well for us. So we, we, we've done great with that. We did another one. What did we do? Oh, we actually did this one uh, specifically to help out the Beagle Rescue. Because what we do is we raise money to take the pressure off, and, off other rescues and stuff. So we did a... Yeah. Um, what was it we did? Oh, we did a matching. I found that matching funds seems to oh. work very, very well. When, when we can say, hey, you know what? We're going to match up to $500. You know, people do, seem to start donating rather quickly. Have you found that yourself to be a, an effective way of fundraising? That one. Now, Bernard did a matching funds for us. Mm. Um, dog and his boy. And he did do a matching funds. And that one, within 24 hours, I think it raised 600. Oh. And, then he, and then he matched it. So that that was a really good. And I think that was the first time we've done that. That was really good. That's, you know, I think we've had to get more and more creative. We get more creative, I think, in summer when you can't do uh, adoption events outside. Because, as you know, you've experienced the horrible heat out here. So you have to get creative online with people and really reach out to that that network of supporters. Um, you know, we loved. I think with you guys, with the rock and for rescues, anything to do with rock and roll. Yes. Or anything that sounds cool. Like when we did Deaf Dogs Rock, we wanted it something to we wanted it to sound cool. Like it's cool to have a deaf dog. It, yeah, well that's what I that's what I loved about the name. Because it tells you it kind of disarms you straight away and you're like, Oh, oh okay. This sounds okay. This is not like, oh my God, we've got deaf dogs and this is not easy and it's not the best way to start off, is it? Our new website has Bowie playing with the ball on I've video. Seen it. Oh, so what more of a message do you need to see Bowie playing with the ball saying he's just like any other dog? I, I, and I think that's exactly the message you convey. Um, but I tell you what, let, hold for one second because we're going to take a quick break because I want to talk about we're going to we're going to rewind to before Deaf Dogs Rock and leading up to your first Deaf Dog. So hang on in there. So on the other side of the break, everyone, well, this is you're going to find out this great story because rescue, I love it when a rescue comes from an experience and, and something cre- is created from that. So hang on in there and take a few words from our fabulous sponsors and we will be right back. You're listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio with me, Sam, your host, the queen of rock and roll dogs. Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Pets. People. Pop culture. It's hard to find time for your furry family member. That's where Camp Bow Wow comes in. All day play and overnight camp. Daycare and boarding for dogs. Everything is included. Large play areas for fun and exercise. Spacious cabins, comfy cots, even live camper cams to watch from a computer or smartphone. Camp Bow Wow offers the best care and is the place to go where a dog can be a dog. For locations and more information, visit CampBowWow.com. Retrievers, Labradors, Goldens are the main breeds that come through our door, but we'll train anything with four legs and a tail. My husband and I own a kennel. We train hunting dogs and also have a boarding and grooming business. Our dogs, they're athletes, and we feed them very quality food. You can't get enzymes in a commercial dog food because they cook it at such a high heat that so much important nutrition is just cooked right out of it. But adding Dynavite to their diet has... Every single dog in my kennel looking better than they have ever looked. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. 859-428-1000. The omega-3 fatty acids. Flaxseed, zinc, alfalfa. The digestive enzymes that are cooked out of regular dog food. Dynavite 
is nutrition. If you want the dog to be healthy, you got to feed it something healthy. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E. <laughs> Dynavite's the bomb. 859-428-1000. 859-428-1000. Dynavite for life. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot oh. com. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Begging to hear more of your favorite show? Full episodes of all our shows are available on demand. Go to PetLifeRadio.com to fetch our entire lineup of possum pet podcasts. Also, dig us up in iHeartRadio Talk and iTunes. Let's talk pets. Live and on demand only from Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Pets. People. Pop culture. I'm back and on the break, you will have seen me and Ian sharing uh, some shortbread um, biscuits. <laughs> and I've got my coffee. Just saying I'm living the dream, people. I am living the dream. Best morning I've had in a long time. Uh, so if you were listening just before the break, and we had to do a reset, by the way, on our YouTube account. So don't worry if it, uh, if it disappeared for a second. Just go right on back and uh, you'll actually just go to showcreatorstudios.com. Click on the watch live button and you'll see us eating shortbread and drinking coffee <laughs> like you do. So I was just talking to Christina Lee. She's the founder of Deaf Dogs Rock. Uh, rescue and they're based in Salem but Christina you seem to have a massive network nationally is that correct yes that is correct we do um we work with all the shelters a lot of shelters uh, across the nation and we have about eight partner rescues we work with um, on a regular basis that are special needs rescues so we can we get a puppy in their area we can financially sponsor them right into rescue and they go right into foster care and they start their training that, right away, so. so they're not. This is sounds like a very quick process, you know, that you oh, can yeah. actually get this moving straight away. Because as you and I know, people look at a deaf dog, a, a blind dog, or a hearing impaired dog, or a dog with three legs as broken. I don't want a, a less than perfect dog. Typically, pets are in the shelter because their people were broken <laughs> and they dumped them, or, or they didn't. You know, a lot of the deaf dogs that are in the shelters. They get the the deaf puppy. They realize it's deaf, but then they, they they keep it because, you know, they think they're doing something good, but then they realize 10 months later they haven't done the work. Yeah. They have to train. Yeah. And then they have a 10-month-old out-of-control puppy, and the puppy gets dumped at the shelter. Yeah. So we only work with rescues that we, we need a yes right away. We need to turn around right away. We transport right away pretty quick. And um those dogs go right into foster care and they go right into training. That's and am- many of them are therapy dogs now. Oh, that's so good. I mean, because I don't know that many rescues that even have, even if you don't have a deaf dog, that don't have training in place 
for any of the dogs that come in. Um, that's an area that I think a lot of rescues are struggling with and they do the best they can. They're forced to do the best they can. But if you're an actual dog trainer and you want to do something charitable and you want to help, I suggest reaching out to a rescue and becoming their residential trainer because it will really really help tremendously when it comes to adopting um, a dog. So let's rewind, like I said, and go back to a time before you ever had a deaf dog and how on earth you went down that path and brought one home. How did it all happen? Well, I used to take pictures of the shelter pets and put them on Facebook. And so I became friends with Rebecca Custer at the City of Salem um, Animal Shelter. Mm -hmm. It's got this uh, malnourished deaf 10 week old puppy that was dumped at the river. They got that in and she called me and she said, I need you to stop by the, the, the shelter. And I'm thinking, Oh, I can let me grab my camera. And she's like, no, you don't need your camera. Just stop by. And mm. so she showed me this pitiful little deaf boxer. Oh. And said, do you, you know, we know you have a fenced yard. We know you like to train. Would you consider adopting it? And at the time I'm like, Oh, I already have four dogs. I don't know. <laughs> right. And then I said, well, I'll leave it up to my husband. Thinking, <laughs> oh, thinking, oh, there's no way. He's going to like pull the reins back on this one, maybe. <laughs> well, then he sees the photo of him and he's like, well, let's go for it. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? what? <laughs> like, who are you? <laughs> oh, I think we froze. Okay. Oh, you're back. You're back. We got the puppy. Yeah, we got the puppy, and then within 24 hours, I kind of freaked out because I realized that I didn't know anything about training a deaf dog. Nothing, zero. Right. And I know. And so my husband talked me off the ledge. He goes, "Honey, we'll sign up for positive reinforcement training. We'll take him all through the classes. We'll figure it out." And we did. We we went to the puppy classes. We went to the levels classes. We took him through his CGC, his Canine Good Citizen. Nice. We took him through therapy. Therapy dog training, trick training, agility training. You see? <laughs> it kind of went overboard. But it worked out because now I write a lot about training. So it really worked out. Wow. That was a massive commitment. And um, for example, you know, well, first of all, I want to know, did they ever find out who dumped the dog, the dog down at the river? No, they didn't. But, you know, Nitro's in the news all the time. Like he's in the newspaper, he's in magazines, he's in national magazines. And, I, and sometimes I wonder if that person ever sees him. Yeah. Oh, I hope they do. I hope they do. And I hope they don't sleep at night because of what they did. I mean, that's just despicable. I've never understood why why people just dump animals when, I mean, literally in the desert, like our, one of our dogs, when we've got shelters and we've got rescues. And, and they, it seems like there's just no effort made whatsoever. But um, is that really your only option? It's like people. It's like people who kill their wives because they they want they want to uh, get they don't want to get a divorce. They just kill him. <laughs> I mean, it's like just get a divorce. It's so it's, much easier. <laughs> it's the strangest thing. I don't I don't understand it either. Is no, it? and and I don't think we ever will because I I don't understand that thinking when any, when anyone goes well that's a great idea I'll just go dump this dog in the desert. I mean I don't I don't understand that thinking. I don't understand that. At what point did you think that was right and no longer yeah. wrong? That's just, it's just an odd mentality that you and I will never, ever. Own. That's a morality. That's a morality. Yeah. Issue. It's, it's terrible, it's isn't ter it? You either have it or you don't. Now, when, um, when, when was the, like the, uh, was there a point when you were training, um, with Nitro and all of a sudden you're like, oh, he gets it. We get it. Oh, we're communicating. What was that moment? Well, it's so funny because when you start sign training, 
when he re- the first time he realized what I was signing to him and he got it, <gasps> he that light bulb. You could see the light bulb go off in his eyes, and he'd get so excited, like he'd go, "Oh, I know what you mean. I know what you mean." And he'd do spins. Even in agility class, when he learned the jumps and the tube, I was t- standing there talking to my trainer, and just for giggles, he decided to do the whole course. <laughs> jumped over, jumped over all the jumps. Went completely through the tube and did a couple of spins and then and just looked at us like, see, I know what you want. Oh, that's got to be really smart. that's got to be an incredible moment when you go, wow, no, we can do this. We can communicate and we can live normally. And, you know, this is worth so worth it. Well, I did learn from Bernard um, the um, I'm going to do this to the camera. I love you. The sign language for I love you. <laughs> He taught me that when I'm going to post a picture of me doing it. Yeah, I'm doing it. I'm copying you. <laughs> but I think it's amazing. It's almost, I, like, it's, almost like, it's almost like your sign for rock. Yeah, your devil horns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but what a difference. You know, I do have one sign language that I use. It's not official by no means. And I think everybody does this, that when you give your dog a treat and they look at you, that there's more and you... Um, you like you do like a it's what the dealers do here at, <laughs> at the poker tables. They do a thing where they show there's nothing in their hands to the camera and to anyone that's at the table. And I do the same thing. I go like Da-da, like nothing's left. <laughs> now, this is what we do when we do all done. So when we give out treats, this is the sign for treat. And then when we're all done, we go all done. Oh, so it's all done, all done, and or finished. And same way in training. All done. All done. You're, you're you're released. We're done. Oh, I'm wondering if I can use that with Jim, <laughs> with my I, husband. We're done. He could he could do with a little training that Jim Dorigo, I tell you. <laughs> so, do you think it takes a certain kind of person to handle a deaf dog, or do you think anyone can adopt a deaf dog provided they make the commitment? What do you think? I do, I do think any. I do think that it's not for the faint of heart. Yeah. Um, I think if you're going to adopt a deaf dog for the first year, be very committed to training every day. I, I recommend 20 to 30 minutes of positive reinforcement training every day. Yeah. I recommend if you can't sign up for um, puppy class or levels class, then try to do it every single day. I you see. Know? Yeah. No. So you, you, you basically, you've got to make that commitment. And like you said, a year, you know, you've got to really knuckle down and say, this is my commitment to this animal so that, that everybody can communicate and have a great life, basically. Is he falling asleep? Is Bowie falling, falling asleep? He's so cute. Can you tell? I take him everywhere with me. Oh, he's adorable. And that like, is, is he full size? He is full size. Oh, my God. He's like a baby. He's like a baby. He is. Um, we rescued him out of uh, Austin, Texas, from a Boston breeder. Oh, he's and cute. we had him flown. Uh, Delta Airlines flew him. Their uh, steward, their flight attendants got on a chat room and oh. got him here to Virginia. Oh my and gosh! He's adopted. His adoption fell through. Oh wow! There you go. Oh, I- he's so cute he's funny on those videos i have to say he's hilarious he looks like he kind of runs runs the roost a little bit um when you when you you know decided i'm gonna take on you know nitro what were your biggest what were your biggest fears about that you know what was going through your head about a deaf dog you know it did, the fears didn't last long i think um the main thing of course the one in the back of your mind you always worry about your dog getting out yes getting loose, um and not 
being able to call him back. Yeah. Um, yes. Unless you can run like the bionic man, the $6 million yeah. man and catch up with him. <laughs> and I still worry about that a little bit. Yeah. But um, we do uh, watch me training. Like we condition our dogs to watch us all the time. They're always watching me so that I can ask for the recall. But Nitro's got a mind of his own. I mean, if he <laughs> He'll kind of put his nose up and see if you've got a, a treat in your hand. Oh, right. You don't have a treat. He's like, yeah, I'm not coming. He's like, whatever. <laughs> he's like, and, and, if, and, and if they don't, if you're trying to give him a command, he'll look the other way. <gasps> oh, so he turns his back I, on. He turns the back on you. <laughs> look at her. She can't make me do, do something. something. I think I'm going to adopt that as well with Jim. I'm just going to look away. <laughs> See, training applies to everybody. It really does. So what changes did you make at your house, you know, knowing that you were bringing him home or you already had him there? I mean, you talk about securing a yard. Is there anything else you needed to do? Yeah, we do. Um, you know, I have latches on all the gates. Yeah. And then I actually have little rope loops. So I like in my front yard, I have three gates. Yeah. And then I have little loops that go on top of the latches that go over the gate. So when I'm going outside, I can visually see that the loops are on. Oh, that's a great tip. Yeah. And then if the latch doesn't catch, the loop will stop it from opening. Yeah. So it's like a, it's like a, a two-layer security thing. Um, okay. Well, I mean, we're talking about July the 4th. I mean, I can't tell people enough about padlocking your gates and locking your doggy doors. And that is a great, great tip. Yeah. I love the loops. And, of course, you always want to have their um, collars on. Yeah. With You know, we have the embroidered collars that say, deaf dog, call this number. So even if they can't catch our dog from a distance, oh. they can see that. Yeah. So I have a black collar with white, big white stitch writing on. That's a great tip as well because, you know, like you say, if you can't get close enough to read a little tag, then you need to have something that's so, so uh, easy to read from a distance. That's a, these are really great tips. I mean, I just dread this time of year because last year alone, just myself, after July the 4th, on July the 5th, I shared 200 lost dogs oh, myself. Yeah. Just myself. People are like, are you crazy? I said, no, it's what I have to do. Now, that was just me alone, aside from my huge network of friends who all share. And it was, it was just, it was so, it's so preventable. That's the thing. And it's just. People should try to, you know, like if it was me, I would get my dogs to go potty at like seven o'clock or eight o'clock at night, get them to go potty and then keep them in the house. Yeah. Yeah. House. And, you know, we put our fan, you know, I do have hearing dogs, the deaf dogs care less. Right. <laughs> but, uh, I have, you know, we'll put the fans on high in the house, you know, all the fans. Yeah, that's a good distraction. A good vibration. It's not, and it, it drowns out the booms. Yeah. It is. It's very, very scary. So we've, we're in monsoon. So now we've got all these thunderstorms happening. I'm like, oh my gosh, my dog is going to be a wreck after a week, you know. But we did the thunder jackets. We did the uh, rescue remedy. We did the bones. We did the turn the TV up, you know. We're actually contemplating going out of town to no middle of nowhere, basically. <laughs> That's what we're thinking of what doing. I did the other night with my chug. We had the worst thunderstorm. And I mean, the lightning was like nothing I'd ever seen. I went and took her in my bathroom where there's no windows. And I turned on the ceiling fan and I just talked to her. Yeah. And she couldn't see the flashes. Yes, because that's another thing too, is that's quite startling to see um, the lightning. And it, it is, it's just, um, it's just, a, it's a, 
it's just a sensory like overload for them and you you can't always explain what's going on <laughs> you know, so they all they know is like oh well, that was really really scary but yeah i don't don't like this i'm not a fan of this time of year just because of that and uh, i mean we're not supposed to have anything that that shoots up in the air as far as fireworks are illegal but is is that's all we ever see i mean last year was horrific where we lived it was so bad you're so dry. I can't imagine that oh. anything would be legal. Christine, is that not the most insane law? It's the most ridiculous. It should be. It's too hot. It's too dry. I, that's what, another thing I'm scared of, something landing in my back garden, and then we go up in flames. Because behind my house, we just have property. We don't have any homes behind us or anything. And it just and think about the wildlife and think about people with PTSD. Uh, and there are silent fireworks that people can enjoy. So, it's yeah, I think it's time. Last year... Last year was um, so horrific. It went on to about four in the morning. It just never let up. You're in a high population area. We are. It's ridiculous. I mean, it is so out of hand last year. People were very, very upset about the whole uh, fireworks thing. I'm all about organized um, uh, displays. I love those. I think they make it very, very easy on everybody. And it's controlled. And hopefully we're not setting anyone's house on fire. (laughs) But um, I have another question for you. When it comes to, um, Jim, I'm not going to do another break because I'm enjoying my uh, conversation with Christina. <laughs> Jim's signaling to me like he's bringing a plane in, like you need to go on a break, but I'm not doing a break. <laughs> I'm going to keep on talking and we might go a little bit longer than I normally do. Um, what would you say you learned about yourself, you and your husband, Chris? What did you learn about yourselves through getting a deaf dog the first time? What would you say you learned about yourself? I say, I would say, um, Really, for both of us, it actually gave us a purpose in life, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because before um, I was in broadcasting and selling airtime and um, digital media. Yeah. And with this, it's such a purpose to know that I can look at Nitro and before that those shelters used to put those dogs down. Yeah, they used they, to just, yeah. they'd go in one door and they'd go out the other. Yes. In a body bag. And now when I get a listing from the San Francisco Humane Society or the Greater Birmingham Humane Society, or I love it because now they can go to our website. They can see the service dogs. We have PTSD service dogs. Gosh, that's great. We have therapy dogs. We ha- I mean, when you go to our extraordinary deaf dog wall, we've got, I mean, five years ago, you didn't have any of that. Wow. So, what a difference you're making. I mean, a huge difference. At what point did you go, hmm, let's make this into Deaf Dogs Rock? How long was it after getting Nitro that you decided to do that? It was, he was seven months old. WDBJ did a story on him, um, a puppy in training that was learning ASL. Well, they did a big story on him and it went national. Wow. And once the AP picked it up, up and it went national then i started getting all these emails from deaf dog owners mm. and shelters and right when my email started filling up i turned to my husband and i said you know what i want for my birthday it was august 1st or it was almost august, it was in two weeks from august 1st i said all i want for my birthday is for us to sit here for two weeks and design a national website called deaf dogs rock and we both sat together and oh. learned we learned wordpress we didn't know word oh it's before. not easy in the beginning is it oh <laughs> and we launched it and then we started doing um li- adoption listings and then it's just grown from there. And I mean, what, it's just- so what year was that, Christina? 
That was 2011, August 1st. That's not long. That is, gosh, you've come a long way in five years. We've, we've, um, there's been 2,000 dogs adopted off our website so far. Oh, gosh. And like I said, you're a very good resource as well. So, um, it's, and I think what I like is that you also encourage people to foster as well. And I have to acknowledge a friend of mine, um, Amy Helt, and she's probably listening in today. Um, she fostered and then adopted, um, a deaf Dalmatian called Irene. And uh, they basically said to her, she's not going to live for very long. Well, she she defied all that anyway. And she took a chance. She'd never had a deaf dog, and especially one that was as old as Irene was. And she did, unfortunately, pass away very recently. But I, I have to say a thank you to people like Amy and yourself who show people, you know, take a little chance and, hey, look, <laughs> life goes on and it's great. And it's very encouraging um, to other people to see that and, and, and the acceptance of a deaf dog or any kind of dog that's, you know, blind, deaf, like I say, it's got three legs, you know. And um, I think it's um, through to, due to Amy doing that and then saving Irene, she's recently taken on another dog and I think he's deaf as well. So it's a little paid forward and um, she's, she's left a little legacy, I think. But I have to say thank you to people like yourself and um, Amy who do that because it does encourage other people and say it's going to be fine because you become the resource as well. Once well, you've I experienced tell, it. I tell people, it's kind of like a Pringles potato chip. <laughs> yeah. Once you have one, you can't just stop at one deaf dog. I have three. <laughs> I know you do. Collect them. I don't know. It's great. Once, you, once you've lived with one, it's such an enjoying experience. Yeah. Now, um, how, um, how big is your organization? Who do you have working with you? Who's on your board? I mean, do you want to publicly thank some of these people? Because it would be lovely. Well, my board of directors, I have... Um, of course, the city of Salem Animal Shelter, Rebecca, is on my board of directors. Nice. <laughs> uh, Mac Adams, he's a Richmond police officer who has deaf dogs, R- Richmond, Virginia. Uh, we have David Lang uh, with Network Solutions. And Kim Rutherford um, here in Virginia, she is with the Salvation Army. And, oh. Uh, yeah, she used to have a deaf dog. And I just hooked her up with two rescue huskies. So she has huskies now. But um the, what I tell you who I'd like to thank is um, the uh, our rescue organizations we work with. Um, Green Dogs Unleashed mm-hmm. in Troy, Virginia. She has amazing therapy, a deaf dog therapy program. Her fosters are amazing. Probably 60% of the dogs we sponsor go into Green Dogs Unleashed. Okay. And we have the Deaf Dog Rescue of America in Southern California. Um, Lisa and Mark Tipton. Mark Tipton is a trainer and trains deaf dogs. So their dogs all, they've got about 30 deaf dogs on the rescue ranch and they do a lot of training and, uh, Red Hook Rescue in New York and All Paws Rescue in Missouri. I mean, I could probably go on for That's incredible, isn't it? Now, do you see, do you get much contact with people internationally that reach Um, out to you? We've got, um, the deaf dog rescue group. Uh, Jay Wilson runs that out of Australia. Nice. And um, in the UK, we have uh, Judy Small and the Deaf Dog Network. Nice. Very nice. And then in New Zealand, or actually, it's either New Zealand or Australia, there's the um, big Deaf Dog Rescue called Hear No Evil. I love that. (gasps) That's a great name. (laughs) And you know what? It really stands out, and your name stands out, because it's... um, a lot of a lot of rescue names are very very similar, 
And I mean, how many times have you heard of, you know, the boxer rescue of, you know, and there's five in the city and it, people have a hard time sometimes distinguishing who they are. I mean, people reach out to me and say, I know there's like, you know, three boxer rescues, which is the best one because they've all got the same name and I don't know which, you know. So having a name like Deaf Dogs Rock or what was it? Hear No Evil? Hear No Evil. I love that. Yeah, I love that. Very, very, very clever and creative. But it does help you stand down. And I think that's really, really important when you're trying to, you know, you're trying to get people on board, trying to get funding to come in. You've got to shine. If <laughs> You have to shine above everybody else. I mean, it's as simple as that. Um, how can people help you? What do you need the most? Would you say it's it's money, it's supplies, it's fosters? What's on the top of your list that you actually need? It's always money because okay. we have we have such a small budget and uh, we're, we're really going to try to make it to um, sponsoring 100 dogs this year. Nice. And right now... I have enough to do about 70 dogs. Mm. I've got so, some saving some. And um, we do have a rocker puppy program where if the, a puppy comes available, um, we do want to get the puppies into rescue right away because they have the best chance of yeah. being trained yeah. and socialized. And so God, yeah, the a- rocker, rocker puppy program has been very busy this year. <laughs> now, do you ever take time to look? you know, sit down and give yourself a pat on the back and go, wow, look what we've done. Do you ever do that? Or do you just keep going? Just, you got to keep going. There's not, I mean, I think I get a little of that when I'm at blog pause. Yeah. I get a little bit of downtime. Um, but usually there's um, a lot of fires to put out and a lot of networking. Um, yeah. When we get urgent and then I don't have a rescue to take them, then I always kind of have to figure out, oh, what am I going to do? What, yeah. You know, who do I have in this area that can help me? So, um, so how many hours a day would you say you're, you're, do you ever, I mean, I know you've got a she shed, which I'm so jealous of. Oh, Christina. I haven't decorated it yet, though. I haven't decorated I it. I need a she shed and there's no room for a she shed at my house. <laughs> it was a dog kennel. It was my dog kennel. But it's hot out there for him. So bedroom now they're right here and now you've got the she shed i really am thankful that you listened into the show today i hope you get always get a takeaway every time you listen to the show a little piece of information that uh, helps you as a pet parent and remember you can always help an animal in need either rescue adopt donate volunteer or share their information rescue your next family member replace the word shop with adopt and be kind to all animals. I want to thank you for listening in today. I hope I've given you a little chuckle and that you've come away with a little piece of information that will help you be the best pet parent possible. And uh, I want to thank Jim for being my producer. He runs the show and many other elements of it. And you've been listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio, where it's all about pets, people, and pop culture. I am your host, Sam. I am the queen of rock and roll dogs. And I would like you always to kiss your pets. Good morning and good night. And I'll see you next time. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.